logo exactly the way. But you can take you, 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 you later. I gotta go, bro. Love you. Bye.
and close to that time. It's our honor to have
Young Suave checking in from the Mile High Club. You are now tuning in to Top Star Hip Hop Radio. Let's get it. Salute to OG Mac Drama 1017 Squad. What's good? It's your boy Trio Trey representing Vicksburg, Mississippi. Y'all go get my single sentiment in stores and all platforms. And you tune in to Power Talk with the OG Mac Drama. You feel me?
Yo, what it is? This your boy Jay the Breeze. You tune in to the OG Mac Power Talk Show. Pay attention. Yo, this is Kevin Anthony. You're tuned in to the hottest show on Wednesday nights, Power Talk with OG Mac Drama on Royal Thieves Radio. So keep it locked right here before you miss out. This your boy Josh from YNC. You fucking with my partner, OG Mac Drama, Brick Squad Mafia Gang. Ah! Yo. This is Ann Jules. And your Earthland Jay. And we, we are Ageless Angels. Angels. You know what's up. Yeah, that's right. What's poppin'? That's right. You're listening to... The one and only Power Talk. With OG Mac Drama, Top Star Hip Hop Radio. What's up, world? It's your girl, Bay Bay. And you are now tuned in to Power Talk with OG Mac Drama, bringing you that indie fire. Drop that, baby. This your boy Young Throwback, CEO, Triple M Crime Boss, and you now tune into Power Talk with the homie OG Matt Drama, 1017 Triple M. Free my brother Goot Walk. What up? It's Don Table Coat. You're now listening to Power Talk with OG. Listen to what he has to say. Yo, it's your boy DJ Devo coming out of the UK, Taylor B Entertainment. You're riding with my man Mac Drama. Power Talk with OG. Keep it locked. What's good, world? Live and direct from Staten Island, New York. It's the one and only KRT, also known as Critical. Two Ks, no Cs. And right now you're tuned in to my brother, the real Lucius Lyons, OG Mac Drama.
these cats from L.A. would come up to Seattle where I'm from, and they, you know, they always was the first with the trends in Washington, and we would get a letter. And they were, they was kind of arrogant, thinking they superior. So I said, I'm going to show these cats. So unbeknownst to a lot of people, one summer, I flew down to my cousin's house in SoCal, in Orange County. Um, you guys might know these guys, Akula and Casper, they was on Radar Magazine. They're credited with teaching Michael Jackson uh, uh, the backslide. Well, um, Casper's my, my relative. So anyway, I picked up some moves. And I came back one of the rawest poppers in the Northwest. And there's certain songs that were played that would set it off. Uh, Gap Band, Burn Rubber, uh, Zap, More Bounce, and Humpin'. And Humpin' was my favorite. Because that went off, man, it was no stopping me. So uh, we're going to bring on a man who's responsible for getting us this esteemed guest. And I understand that he's a real one. But um, those are the best interviews of all. Let's bring on Mr. Jeffrey Lakes and our other co-host, Maddie M. What up, Jeff? What's up, Maddie? Hey, OG. How's it going? What's up, man? Maddie? Again, Jeffrey, I, don't, I can't. Words cannot ex- say to you how much I appreciate you uh, bringing in this, this this type of guest. Because as I said, it's more than an interview. This is a a, a person part of a, a group that basically raised my ass. You did. <laughs> well, when you know when I asked you uh, when I shot you a text and um, saw your enthusiasm about the prospects then, you know, it was just something that, um, one, you know, I really felt uh, excited about, and two, you know, I definitely wanted to be on the show, um, you know, just for the experience uh, because of that excitement and that opportunity. So, um, you know, props to you, you know, and, um, you know, I'm, like I say, I I, you know, I share your excitement about it. And um, I want to also add, as like always, we dedicate this show to Stevie J, the consultant, my mentor, my best friend who passed away uh, by using this uh, uh, device that's supposed to monitor his glucose by a company named Dexcom. Yeah, I'm bashing Dexcom until, until, until the wheel pop off. But anyway, uh, I know some people get great experiences, but not my best friend. He passed away. We look forward to his mother's winning that huge settlement. Anyway, um, just for for his kids, you know, there's no glory and and it won't bring back the dead, but hey, it'll help the living. Um, I also want to add, um, Steve man was one of my my teachers from Papa. He's from Santa Ana. I told you the story. Uh, you know, and we saw gangbang. He was a crip out of blood, and, and but the dancing brought us together. And uh, me and him became best, best friends. And he encouraged I, I used to be a nerd, a square man. I used to go to house parties with a Bible. You know, this is way before the name OG McDonald came into being. Surprised a lot of you cats. But it is. Well, as I was telling Jeff earlier, I'm still a human being. Regardless of what oh, yeah, I might have morphed into. You know, we're all humans. And uh, uh, Steve, man, we used, to, we used to practice to humping like it was nothing, nothing. Now, Jeff, uh, tell us. Your connections um, um, with 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 the Gap Gap Band. I know, I know. Well, you know, yeah, like I've shared before, um, you know, my dad was a part of, you know, them from 
you know, the time they came to Los Angeles and, um, you know, uh, the first point of contact, they were the uh, backing band, the, the, you know, they were the backing band for DJ Rogers. He got involved with DJ Rogers because of his uh, connection to Cal State Long Beach at the time. And so that evolved into him uh, working with the Total Experience uh, Enterprise, which was a nightclub and a recording studio at that point, which then evolved into a label and a bunch of other things. But, um, you know, for me, from about 12 years old, I was, you know, you know, running behind my dad, hanging in the nightclub, uh, you know, so I had a chance to, you know, whatever possible to, uh-huh. you know, just be around and really soak up the, uh, you know, the interest in the mu- you know, the business aspect of the music. You know, I couldn't play a lick, so you know, you know, what would I be able to do, so to say? Oh, okay, I got a question so for you, Jeff. In- you couldn't play, but could you dance? Could could you pop lock? <clears throat> Uh, I, I initially dabbled in it, but you know, when, you know, man, we should love going, going against you LA cats, man. <laughs> oh my God. It, it should be on. <laughs> so that's another story. I, that's almost like putting me on the spot, but anyway, <laughs> uh, so that, you know, so that was, that was my interest in, you know, my opportunity was just, you know, was being around my dad whenever possible, uh, and then being in that, you know, being in that environment. Is, is, is your father uh, still alive? No, no. Uh, man, my, sorry about know, that. He must have been, been a very interesting yeah, man. Lived a great life. Yeah, he, 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 he's deceased five years now, a little bit over five years, and, um, you know, um, you know, I miss him. I bet you do. Hey, and, my Facebook and, and, is popping. And what poppin'. I do today is, is still, ahead. I still hold it. I still hold what I do today to the standards uh-huh. that he established for me. So, you know, um, you know, I was just telling somebody today there were two people that I really would keep their stamp of approval, and he was definitely one of them. You know, when it came to anything that I was doing that was, business related. You know, he always challenged me to not conform and, you know, to be, uh, you know, to be excellent at, you know, at what I do and not get up in, caught up in the, in the trends and the flow, but just to, you know, um, you know, seek excellence. And he knew that my heart was always, uh, you know, for helping, uh, you know, artists fly above the norm of this industry. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, so that was, uh, you know, and I think about one of the last conversations that I had with him, you know, when I was sharing some of the things that I was working on. And, you, you know, know, you know uh, I relate this, to that. Um, my father was, I, I was a daddy's boy, and my father died in 1995 when I got married. It should have been a, a, a omen to my, <laughs> my ex-wife. Sorry to say that. But, no, she gave me some beautiful children. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, though, um. When, when, anytime I'm in my most difficult situation in life, I hear my father's advice. And usually my father's advice was the type you didn't want to hear. He'd just tell you to man up and face it. You know what I mean? You know? 
You, you caused it, so you got to handle it. He was a tough cookie, but I was I, I was four times his baby. Um, I, no matter where I was in the country, if I need my dad, he was there. That's that's how spoiled was and how well, how close we were. Um, but um, to this day now, when I'm in a tight situation, I just think how will my father handle it, and um, try my best. Uh, hey guys, you know I, I got to habit of reading off the stats. Now, folks, this show, as I said, it's in its 14th season. It's streamed on TuneIn, iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, uh, Spotify, you name it, we're there. Uh, and this is live, but even when we finish, it becomes a recording. Right now, there are 80,433 people streaming on various platforms listening to our show. So it's the highest number we ever had so far this year. So I want to uh, uh, thank the supporters who are global. I want to thank the people in this country. Germany, the Germans love us, man. Danke schön. Deutschland über alles. The Ukraine, Harasho Druk, Cherno Tavares, Canada, UK, and the States. Uh, we are everywhere except I don't see us in China, Central Africa, and some of the Middle East countries. But it's an honor and a pleasure to know that we got such support of a global market. Because we bring to you guys multiple music, not just rap and hip-hop. We bring the funk. We bring Latin. We bring jazz. House. And uh, without further ado, Maddie, anything you want to add before we bring on the guest? Not really. Uh, Maddie Not really. was in the hospital <laughs> for five days. It wasn't COVID. Yeah. It's just Maddie is overdoing it. I- I'm glad he's home no, now. No. Yeah, Go man, ahead, they thought they thought they thought I had it. Somebody snitched. One of my neighbors <laughs> snitched, and I swear to God, SWAT came to my house, man. They had like <laughs> yeah. a mobile center outside because they know me. They know that. I'm and, and he lives in Canada, by the way, folks. <laughs> yo, straight up, man. They had yo. They picked my log. Dude, I saw I saw a well, well, Maddie, in Maddie, my house. I don't mean in my house. Comfort in your discomfort, but I know. How much of a substance your family has So for them to come to your compound I feel better That means it's an equal opportunity To him a nigga up <laughs> Yo well stay here homie I'm in my bedroom and I'm like Yo homie I can see you And they're in my house man And they're like they jumped They got over the balcony And yo seriously like just Even if I did have it Like yo you don't need SWAT to come in To come get my ass man like, straight up, they took me away. It took three police officers, man. I had a gun to my head, and I'm just like, yo, don't make me cough on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I didn't even have shit. But they kept me there for a minute because I got a lot of other health issues that well, not really I guess that's not playing in Canada. Um, all right. Yeah. Everybody, in case you know, that's Maddie M. Uh, from Maddie M. Management. Akon affiliate, my personal manager. He only manages celebrities and and difficult people, and I'm probably his most difficult client. But he's also my brother, yeah. one of my best friends, and uh, uh, we we go back oh, yeah. for years. So without further yeah. ado, let's bring on our our, our, our VIP eight one eight four three eight, Mr. Calhoun. You're live. How you doing? Hey, how you doing, guys? What's up, man? We're all right. We're all right. Man, good, uh, I don't man. know where to begin. This show's not scripted, right? Uh, you heard what I said about the song Humpin', and I heard you use the drummer on that. Tell, tell me some background about that song. 
please. Wow, yeah, that was uh that was one of them one take. We used to when we used to travel the gap band, we used to always like want to record in different cities. You know, Charlie always wanted to record wherever he was at. So we happened to be in Memphis while the bus driver had a studio in Memphis, like a little small eight track studio. So Charlie said, Come on, let's go and record something. So Charlie was like, Let's go and record, man. So we, we found and went to her studio and we went in there and the place looked like, you know, damn, this is a studio? And they're like, Well, whatever, let's record. They had some drums and we grabbed the mini moog off the bus and uh we, you know, started setting up and everything. I started playing on the drums and all of a sudden the bass drum head broke and I was like, Damn, we gotta play with the kick drum heads and snap. <laughs> And then Charlie started playing the move parts and playing bass parts on the mini move. And I was taping up the drum head with some duct tape. And you know, he was like, all right, okay, we're going to have, all right, come on, let's, let's go. All right, come on, Calhoun, you ready? And I was like, in the moment, I was just finished taping the head, and I just jumped up, and I was like, yeah. And then I just kicked into a beat. You know, out of nowhere, just kicked into a beat. And uh, they always ran the tape for like, 20 minutes or whatever. And we just started jamming on that groove. on the, And um, we just did it until we got tired. And uh, we just took the tape uh, and we came back to L.A. with it. And the rest is history, how we finished it back in L.A. But that's how the song actually began. Now, now, everybody knows Charlie's more like the face, but there's always the peripheral and everybody else. What, what was it like being a drummer for the Gap Band? Well, I started out as a percussionist in the okay. Gap Band. Ronnie Kaufman was the drummer, and we both played drums and percussion. <clears throat> but he was the primary drummer at first when I first got the job with them. And let me tell you a little backstory on the job. Since Jeffrey's on the phone, I always, always want to talk about his dad because his dad is a big part of my career, if not yeah. the biggest influence or biggest blessing to me <laughs> of my career. You know, I'm 63 years old, man, but I was 20-something years old when I met them. And uh, I met them in, in Indianapolis. I had just come off the road with the Manhattans and Peaches and Herb. I was with them back in the day. And um, wow. I didn't have a job. And I met the brothers in Indianapolis. By the fluke, I got backstage. The guy let me in, and I went back there, and I met them in the dressing room. And we, you know, we chopped it up and did, uh, you know, the whole thing. And Jeffrey Lakes, uh, Jeffrey Jr.'s dad, was the road manager. And Charlie said, okay, man, uh, they asked me, you play percussion? And I said, yeah, I play drums and percussion and stuff. I'll say, okay, uh, well, we're going to call you. And, uh, you know, they said, take his number, Jeffrey. So I, I wrote my number down on a napkin. <clears throat> and I saw his dad put my number in his back pocket. You're like, you're going to lose it. <laughs> that, that, that's what I tell people. I was like, I was, and sometimes it brings tears to my eyes when I think about that. Because I say to myself, I, I wouldn't have had a career if he had just blew his nose with that napkin and threw it in the trash. Yeah, like, like a lot of people in the industry. Hey, hey, yeah. look, look, yeah. I'm getting choked up about it now because you know 
his dad his dad was the beginning of my career, bro, of my legacy in a sense. He could mm. he could have blown his nose in that napkin and threw it away. For real. But I, about two weeks later, I got a phone call from L.A. and they said, "Hey man, we want to fly you out to L.A. and <clears throat> want you to audition for the band." So shit, I was blown away. I was like, "Really? Damn." So uh, they flew me out there, and uh, I auditioned for the band. Charlie and them loved what I did, playing percussion. And then they said, do you play drums too? And I said, yeah. And they said, all right, well, sit down and play drums for us. And they heard me play drums. They said, okay, we want to play with two drummers, and y'all switch off drums and percussion. And uh, that's pretty much how I got in the band. And wow. But like I said, his dad could have lost my phone number. Just that easy. That's, that's cool, man. Now, now, I, I, now, now, I know Robert passed away, but what, what's up with Ronnie and Charlie and them these days? Ronnie is uh, kind of retired into doing his thing uh, in the church. And, you know, Charlie's doing Uncle Charlie. You know, Charlie's doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you know, Uncle Charlie, man. I mean, he's like one of the few remaining great vocalists of the R&B era, for sure, out there. And uh, uh, he's are y'all uh, still in touch with uh, are y'all still in touch with uh, Lonnie Simmons? Lonnie Simmons passed away uh, last oh, year. Wasn't it last year, Jeffrey? Uh, yeah, it was last yeah, year. It was, yeah, yeah, it was last year. Yes, year he he passed away last year. Now, so now we you mentioned a lot some of the other involved, bands man. you played with. Uh, what are some of the other bands you played with? Well, before the Gap band, I played. For a lot of years with the Manhattans. Remember, let's just yeah, say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, I was a kid playing with them. And then I played with Peaches and Herb when they had out that song, Shake Your Groove Thing, Reunited, and all of that. Yeah. I was with them then. I was at them for about a year. I was with the Manhattans for about two years. And then uh, from there, I met uh, the brothers and got the gig with the Gap Band, you know. Where you from uh, originally? I'm from D.C. Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. How, how, how old are you? I'm 63. Damn, you sound young. Hey, so uh, since you're from D.C., do, do, do you vibe with that go-go music? Oh, yeah. I mean, Chuck, I grew up Chuck Brown and all the cats, you know, E.U., all the guys. I went yeah, to school EU, with all the cats favorite, at E.U. That's one of my favorite bands. And I've uh, been, you know, E.U., Chuck Brown. And, you know, we, we had a lot of, lot of groups in D.C. that, had the go-go thing, but when I when I was growing up there, I was in another kind of world of in terms of music. I was in the jazz world, you know what I'm saying. So I didn't I didn't grow up playing, you know, go-go, because I was in the fusion and you know playing all this crazy music, jazz jazz fusion and stuff like that. So, but how does but, it feel? Uh, to I be, knew all of it. How does it feel to be a person who's part of one of the top funk bands of all time? I hope that's not a lame question, but man, that's like phenomenal to me. Well, you know, like I said, God, if, if God blessed me, uh, like I said, I could have just been in the trash can somewhere. That's true. That's true. I harp on that all day long, but it's just you know, been the, just that easy. You know, and, that was a you know, and I always. Weird. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I always made, I always made, I kept a humble spirit behind that, because you know it, that that was like the birth of my career. You know what I mean? Because I was the Gap Band. I don't know if you know, but I was the Gap Band from 1979 until Charlie went solo. 
So uh, um, that was a lot of years, man. Um, yes, sir. You know, I've written yes, a couple of their big, biggest songs and stuff, and uh, I was blessed and I had no idea I was a songwriter until I started writing songs for them, as well as the drummer and percussionist. I didn't realize I was a songwriter until Charlie gave me an opportunity to write. He used to say, if you guys want to make money other than playing on the road and touring, you got to write some songs. And so put that in me. I, the first song I ever penned was Outstanding. That's it. Now, That's the first song I ever wrote in my life. Oh, you wrote that? Wow. Now I'm looking yeah. at your um, uh, uh, discography. It says here, uh, "Got Band Two, Sunfire, uh, Jamming, Total Experience," and I mean it right. goes on and on. It mixes Yarborough Peoples. Yeah, those are those. Well, Yarborough Peoples was part of the Total Experience family. And Sunfire was my group that I had on Warner Brothers with. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know you guys are familiar with Entume Lucas, Reggie Lucas yeah. and James Entume. Yeah, Entume, they produced yeah. Roberta Flack. They produced Roberta Flack. I remember Juicy Fruit. Juicy Fruit was well, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, Juicy Fruit. My, my homeboy was popping in that video too. <laughs> Loose Bruce. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Juicy Fruit. Now, now, <laughs> now, now Juicy Fruit. Hey, Ray, our show we call it Power Talk for a reason because we got a lot of people who are in the industry are considering want to come up in it. So I'd like to give them a power talk moment. So since you are a veteran and OG, so to speak, um, how's, how's your royalty deals? Are you still getting royalties or do you get to fight for anything? Well, that's funny you would ask that because uh, I just recently, like I wrote Outstanding in 1980. Uh-huh. Came out in 83. And I wrote I Found My Baby. And I wrote All of My Love mm. uh, and a couple of other Gap Band songs. But yeah. but uh, mainly Outstanding was the biggest one for me. And I didn't own the publisher on that for over 35 years. Mm. So if you write a song back from the 80s, 82, they wrote a law, a uh, recapture law, is what it's called. Uh, I don't know the exact name, but it's, re- it's called recapturing the copyright. So after you, if you outlive that 35 years, you can file to recapture your copyright. So that's what I did in 2018. It had been 30, I think maybe 36 years, and I, I was still in that window. So I filed for the paperwork to get it back. So I just recently got back all my publishing. That's good. Uh, in Mar- I always tell artists do not year. give up your publishing, but I tell that to artists oh, who I yeah. like. Um, uh, uh, Ray, I, I run a I run a record several record labels also, and um, this is how I put my contract. If we depart in good terms five years after the contract expires, everything reverts to the artist. But if not, I retain full ownership. I'm a beast. <laughs> right. I I mean, you know, um, you you come up in a different era than I did back in those days. Uh, it was rare that you got your publishers on anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I came up in the seventies and eighties. Actually, actually, I'm from your era. I'm two years older than you, but I, I was late a late bloomer in the music business. <laughs> you two years older than me? Yeah, I'm sixty five. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, so you you know you know the game then. So you know, like back in those days, 
it was hard getting your publishing, bro. I mean, oh, nobody, yeah. the gap, that, in, the, the, the us, we didn't was, know nothing. You know, we didn't know nothing. I was in my 20s, and, man. And no, no offense to no Jews, but you're a Jew, you're a Jew. Call it where I see it. Yeah, I was 20-something years old, man. And Lonnie wasn't giving up nobody publishing to nobody. Yeah, y'all was so. just happy just to be able to perform and be on stage. Get a couple yeah, dollars. actually, let, let, let me interject this. Go ahead. Uh, to, to, to underscore uh, Raymond's point. Not only were the likes of Lonnie Simmons not giving up any publishing, but they were also adding what I would call like a writer on top of the uh, artist, uh, on top of the songwriters' writers to where they took a percentage of their songwriting as well. So you had to yeah. navigate three slopes in that time because of, you know, because of, you know, what I would call, you know, tight squeeze. It was a real tight squeeze, you know, on yeah, those. Well, uh... Go ahead, Ray. Well, to, 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 to break it down, what he just said to you, they tried to put their name on everything. And uh, that didn't happen with me because yeah, when I came without standing, when I came without standing, I had all the words, I had all the melody, I played all the keyboard, bass keyboard, drums, piano, background vocals, everything. When You're I like brought Chris. them the song, <laughs> exactly on that song, I was. I should have got production on the song. Mm-hmm. I should have got co-production on the song, but they didn't give it to me. Right. Because when right. I gave that song to Charlie, it was done. I don't. It, it, I don't care what he writes. I don't care what he wrote in his book. That's a lie. Yeah. Or it's a fact. That that now, let me the fact of the that, matter me, is when I came uh, with that song, it was done on a cassette tape, and I put it down just like I recorded it on the cassette tape. Words, lyrics, melody, drums, percussion. Everything, other than the guitars, the sweetening, and of course Charlie's magnificent voice and uh, his touch that puts on his blessing that he puts on your music when he sings it. Other than that, the song was done, and that's why to this day you won't find another name on my song because mm-hmm. they, they, you can't because they couldn't do it. How could you do that? And I wrote every single word, every melody. Uh, and did the track as well. I mean, where's but, your writers at? But, but, hey, Ray, listening to you, I could tell you was on top of your game. You learned the business. And the reason I say that, I had a, a former producer. My, I have a production company. And uh, I had a following out, and uh, he hit me up today, right before the song. He, he screenshot some production credits, and it is list, list the label and my name. And I said, I said, first and foremost, we had fallen out too. You were signed to me. I wasn't your freaking manager nor your attorney. It's not my job to look after all your interests. And three, the song made no money anyway. You know what I mean? But the the point I'm trying to the point I'm trying to say is, artists, you need to be on top of your game. No one has your interests like yourself. That's all. That's very true. You gotta know the game. You gotta know the business. Now I didn't know a lot then, mm-hmm. but what I did know is what I what I did. That, that I had that knowledge. And and I had the knowledge of BMI knowing that when I finished that demo in the studio with them, that I got a copy of it and I ran down to BMI 
literally, mm-hmm. and registered it with BMI before they could try to put their names all over it. And it was not going to happen. And folks, BMI is a is a is a uh, uh, a third party service in which you got you could record, and and they'll give you a number of all your productions. And salute to Jay Kill, super master uh, producer from Brooklyn, um, uh, living up in Yonkers, New York. See, I'm giving you a shout out to over a hundred thousand people. Now, quit crying like a little bitch. Sorry, Ray. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you know, BMI is a performance rights society, like. Uh, ASCAP, and you you know they register yeah. your songs with BMI. Harry Fox, and oh. then well, Harry Fox collects the royalties on mechanical, yeah. but BMI is the uh, the one you want to get your stuff registered for to make sure you get your performance rights, and uh, and then from there you know copyrights were sent in, could not you know misquote whatever I I signed with BMI. In other words, they couldn't lie on the copyright, so. Yeah. They had to send the copyright in the way it was supposed to be sent in. So um, that was I was able to secure that, and uh, you know um, that saved me from having two or three other names on my music. So now, 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 Ray, did you do do a song with the Brat or some production? Well, they, well, they the Brat sample. See, I had like uh, probably to this day. Uh, uh, I think I would say, yeah, to this day, I think Outstanding has probably been sampled more than uh, okay. probably about 175 times. Mr. Long, okay. That's amazing. So about 175 times, and the Brat was one of them, side with the, the Brat. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, that song has had a lot of legs, man. But, I mean, it was recently in the NBA 2K game, uh, NBA Sports 2 game, 2K video game. It was in that, mm-hmm. so it's reaching the younger younger audience that's getting, uh, you know, acquainted with the old school music. So that's a blessing in itself. There, it's reaching that crowd because that game sold like 10 million copies. So that's 10 more million young minds that know that song now. So, wow. Now, uh, what I what I have um, here on our computer, we got a uh, burn rubber, party train, drop a bomb early in the morning, humping and shake. What is your most favorite? I'm about to play it. Uh, of, of those songs. Yes. I would say humping. You just played humping. So if you ask me, uh, uh, burn rubber is another one because. Uh, All know, right. That was another one, one of those spare the moment. Without any further ado, this is Ray Calhoun from the Gap Band. Bring it in, Ray. Burn Rubber. Bring it on, man. Yeah. This is Burn Rubber from the Gap Band. And uh, as Charlie say, used to say, Burn Rubber on me, Charlie. Yeah. Can, can I ask something before you guys play oh, that? Hold on.
One more time. Could you put your back down now? I am here for some fun. Where's all the homie people at? Where they at? Say it loud.
Edition of Power Talk with OG. We're live with the Gap Band Zone, Raymond Calhoun. Ray, uh, if people want to reach out to you, how can they reach you? Uh, well, you know, I'm on Facebook, Raymond James Calhoun on Facebook, and you can you can message me there or on Instagram. I'm uh, under R C A L H fifty six. Those are my two things right now. I'm not on Spot. I'm not on. Uh, I'm not on um, Twitter. Well, I'm on Twitter, but I never really go on Twitter. And I'm yeah, on, uh, I thought someone tell you to um, step your Twitter game up on the post. <laughs> yeah, somebody told me to step up my Twitter game. But I, you have, you have Twitter you're, you're a legend, man, a living legend. You know what I mean? Those well, I who are meant that, to be man. will find you. And those who may not know you, they do know you because I bet they heard your, one of your songs. I want to say it's a, oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you again for gracing us with your presence. And uh, uh, are you working on any current projects? Well, right now I'm working on my own record. Um, I'm doing my own record right now. And I'm working with, I uh, play drums with the Dad's Band. You know who the Dad's Band is, right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, Ray, if, yeah, when been... you finish your record, if you could bless us with the opportunity to play something from it, uh, to premiere it, it would be an honor. We would love oh, to. absolutely! I'm, I'm trying to get it done, uh, you know, before the year's out, at least a single, and um, I'm doing that right as we speak. I'm in the studio at my house right now. Well, so, you'll have the support uh, packing of my whole squad, and Jeffrey, yeah. I owe you, I owe you one and a million, man. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we're ending it. We're ending the show. I gotta get to my granddaughter's graduation. I'm running late. Love y'all. Peace. Yo, love All you. All right. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.